You could. And welcome, welcome back, back to, to this Irish Life Podcast number 43. 43. Is it not 42? No, but it's technically 44, is it? No, it's 43. No, two forty ones. We introduced two forty ones, but one of them was actually forty two. <laughs> good laugh, yeah, though. Good laugh. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so we're back. Back. Shoes and Doug. Uh, shoes. We just said we do a quick podcast, talk about what's relevant with ourselves. Yeah. What's and going on? Uh, it's been a while. Got some requests from some new subscribers on YouTube. Yes, uh, thank you a lot. New subscribers. A lot of subscribers. And uh, also on Podbean, we got a couple of new oh, subscribers yeah. on Podbean followers, yeah. as well. A couple yeah, of followers. Brilliant. So welcome everybody. Great and to have a bit Facebook of, uh, followings. Bit of interest. Uh, so into anyway, Facebook. Into Facebook <laughs> followings, yeah. So I said with Johnny, we said we do a quick podcast on what's relevant with us at the moment. And we're, we reckon what's relevant is goal setting and kind of like training and well for us it's training it doesn't necessarily have to be training mm-hmm. but we're doing a lot of goal setting <laughs> at the moment we've we set a goal for um doing the hell and back yeah which Bray, is in Bray, Kilruddery, two Tubs, weeks time yeah 5th of October so we're all doing it there's a big crew of us doing it is it 16 16, 16 k is it? Oh, 10 16, miles 16 k uh, it, you're running through bogs there's monkey mazes there's there's, there's monkey bars, there's a, a sniper alley, there's a big giant slide that goes down a mountain. There, you know, it's it's macked with obstacles yeah. taken almost from the army. That's yeah. what it looks like. It's an endurance type of um It's an endurance course, it? course that <clears throat> pushes you to the limit, but yeah. also you're having fun. But also very doable as well, and they do shorter ones as well. Yeah. There's like an yeah. 8K as well. Yeah, and, and it's teenage one, so it's a great idea. There's a couple of these going yeah, on. Yeah, they're, hand, the they're handing out pillows if you get tired. You can go for an old nap up there as well. No, I totally made that up. <laughs> great touch. <laughs> but uh, no, they're definitely like you know giving you a drink of water and first aid and all that kind of stuff is there if you need. If you, you know, it's well organised, really well organised. Up in Bray, but uh, it's really psyched about that. And we got our new club. Myself and Johnny and two of our best buddies, we started um, a Thai boxing club. We reopened the club that we used to have uh, with a new touch, more of a kind of a fitness aspect, kind of pulling back from the sparring and the beating each other up uh, and just training hard and just trying to focus on technique and speed and power for now anyway. And it seems to be working, isn't it? Yeah, it's really, really great tip. interest there. We're five months in. Yeah. Five two months. months gone kind of open to the public yeah and uh, it's taken off totally. it has it's three months old classes are very busy yeah like 15 and, uh, to 20 people every time training and we reckon 10, tempo. Pe- 10 people is enough to cover like the class and a bit extra for the kitty and it's not a business as such it's just to keep a club going and more for us to be able to train pure, and pure law of attraction then like typically you start making money when you don't necessarily want any yeah. money you just want a place to train it's been great to get all the gear as well though the pads all the gear shoes tech department tech as well department. like so he applied his tech department skills to the club uh so great like such success man in fairness yeah. now like 
to, fantastic. to Leahy and to McGrath as well. Like yeah. the, the two other lads, they did a great Between job so far. the four of us, it has been yeah. a great and partnership. And, and everyone has learned martial arts, progressing, getting fitter, getting stronger. So yeah. like the, the amount of goal setting that's going on with us at the moment is insane in our lives. Like Shoes is on to me, I'm on to him, we're on to Leahy, he's on to McGrath. This is every day, we're like in this WhatsApp group, we're telling each other what's training next, what we're doing this weekend. And we're keeping in touch then with different ideas about training. It's like it's getting really interesting yeah. as well. We might do an old seminar. Oh uh, yeah. Kieran was saying that. Actually, was Billy actually Bedlam. McGrath was actually requesting I did the seminar, which is hilarious. You could totally do a seminar. All the seminar is is a couple of hours. Oh yeah. But know? I was saying look Why not? I, I would the only way you could really enjoy a seminar with Muay Thai and make it kind of spicy would be do maybe the Eugene Sandow stuff as well like really throwing a lot mm. of knowledge and then the reverse hyper stuff for the lower back and you know like certain yoga positions and things that would actually knock it out the park yeah. for the body yes you know? a kind of a more diverse yeah, yeah it's, it's a information full, about weightlifting yeah. you know like why you should be doing compound exercises it's, when you're off and why you should be where you should be doing them and if you don't have weights at home this is what you can do nice. and you know, all that kind of stuff Say, while we're talking about the Louis Sando, because this is something that was super impressive. Eugene, Eugene Sando. Yeah. Sando. Yeah. Um, you've been doing this regime for a while. And yeah. It's very impressive. Uh, and I think it deserves a bit of a shout because it's fairly. Yeah. So this is the uh, hot topic. Hot topic. We usually do the hot topic second, but we'll do it first. We're doing it first. Yeah. Eugene Sando. Was this the hot topic? Was it? I think it was. Yeah. It was a suggestion. Yeah. Uh, so Eugene Sando is Atabek. Atabek. <laughs> Eugene Sando is eighteen nineties era. Mm. Eighteen ninety eighteen eighties. Uh, so he would have been palling around with this guy called Professor Attila. And Professor Attila would have been the the man of all weightlifting back in the day knew what he actually owned a massive gym in New York huge thing all oh, like the Hollywood actors would go there to work out and mm. it was like the first official bodybuilding gym but it was like if you see the pictures of it now there's a punch bag there you know there was there's some the the idea of how you would lift weights long ago was way different to, to what it is now like I, I get straight into it so like you know you'd be doing your curls you'd be doing you know it's all bench press they have a thing called the crucifix you stand up straight you put your hands out like jesus christ out in the air and you actually do curls standing kind of like the strongman pose they do in the mr olympia now or whatever that like yeah that's actually oh, yeah. called the crucifix and that's like one of the oldest weight bearing exercises ever because it builds the strength in your joints and your shoulders and your elbows and your wrists all in one go and your neck as well nice and uh, so, he, he, Eugene Sando has, has a, a designed workout that was learned from Professor Attila and it was through like years of perfecting it. Sando kind of shot ahead and almost he didn't take his work with him. They were partners almost, but Sando was clearly the stronger specimen. He was like a real specimen. Like he, mm -hmm. he held, um, he held records for like squatting with a harness on two ton a two ton block and he'd stand on this 
So he was doing serious strongman feats. Yeah. He had serious strength and his body was uh, yeah, super oh, shredded. Ridiculously shredded and like really strong uh, feats. Like he, the Hercules thing that they do in the in the Mr. Olympia, there's two pillars, they spread out their hands and they hold the two I pillars. I know that, yeah, that's... Um, I think he actually designed that or something like that anyway, there's some bit of a story where he was involved. I wouldn't be, <clears> I wouldn't be surprised if Professor Attila had basically nearly everything to do with everything because he was actually like a biologist almost as well with, with everything he was teaching the boys, you know. Yeah. He'd be teaching about the anatomy of the muscle. Yes. So when you get the Eugene Sandow book, you get to really read into all the anatomy of the muscle and what's going on and why it's working and all that. So the Sandow workout is what I should get into real quick so we can have it covered is a light dumbbell exercise to build muscle but it doesn't just build muscle it builds like high fast twitch muscle that's ready for aerobic work if it needs to be Mm -hmm. which transforms very nicely into most sports you know most physical sports Um, so the Eugene Sandow you know you would roughly have 17 exercises just name it one after the other you'd have curls you go into like the curls upside down curls that would be for the, the forearms so you'd have your, your fingers pointed to the ground then you'd have the crucifix alternate simultaneous so you'd have two sets and then it goes on to like uh, shoulder raises you know for the front of your shoulders arm ra- like uh, shoulder presses you'd be doing um Flies, chest flies, standing chest flies. These mm-hmm. things are hard to do. Yeah. And, it, it and this is a light weight. Really so light. What, what's like the weight? Two, what's for the a man, weight? it's two point five kg. Mm-hmm. For a woman, sorry, for a man, it's five pounds, two point five kg. For a woman, it's three pounds, one point five kg. And he has one for child in one pound. So you can actually have your kids doing this thing, which is pretty crazy. Okay, and you do this every day. So every this day. selection of exercises, it's a set of exercises. Every day. If you have a sport that you do, let's say like us, we do Muay Thai, whatever, you don't do it that day. Mm-hmm. But you do it every day you can. You might take a day off in between the two things you're doing, whether it's the send out mm-hmm. weightlifting and your sport, you might take a day or two off, depending on how you feel. Your body mm-hmm. might just want a break. Yeah. But every day your muscles are working just like the farmer works the field yeah so there's like there's a legit muscle fiber tension growth going on just strength a strength growth not a size growth now i'm talking about i'm talking about a legit grip strength hold on to someone from the side of a cliff stronger because i do this kind of strength yes you know so um so i started doing it and I started straight away starting to see it on pads. Like my punches were stronger, my kicks were stronger, knees were stronger. Uh, cardio was better, just because I was used to reps. There's squats in it, let's say, for instance. Like I'm up to 80 reps squats. So oh, you yeah. just do 80 reps every day, walking out, you're doing squats with the hand. You know, I'm up to like 160 of the curls. You know, like so there's different numbers for each one. Just because the body parts are harder to do, like my chest flies, very hard to do. I'm like 30, I can only do 30 of them. But at the start, I could only do five. Mm. Swear to God, that's how hard they are. Yeah. Like this really weak muscle, chest flies, standing there, yeah. Standing chest yeah. flies. And you're after starting the whole workout, so by the time you get the chest flies, your chest is weak, as, yes. you know? So you're actually after taxing yourself from the start. How many the exercises? There's 17. 17. Yeah, there's push-ups as well in it. Push-ups as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's unreal. 
So like, the, the whole thing is just insane. I'm up to, I don't know what the push ups I'm at, about 30, maybe 40 push ups. I actually went back down in the push ups, I wasn't happy, so I went back 10. Yeah. I wanted to go slower, like, yeah, kind of more yeah. concentrated. It's all, that's the only thing. I read thing his book, well, like, so it? again, so yeah. I was like, I, I, after reading, I went back again. Yeah. So there's, a, there's another you thing to it. It's very slow, isn't it? Well, not slow. You have to just concentrate on the muscle. The muscle mind connection is, I suppose, is the key. Like flexing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you have to really, like, say to someone, no, check out my muscles, and you just flex as much as you can. Like, that flex is mm -hmm. the f is what you're trying to concentrate on when you're doing it. So you're constantly flexing. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, like, it's yeah, like, yeah, I can passionate, see, yeah. Like, <sighs> yeah, and, yeah. And I found what happens, because nice. it takes way longer, no? Because you're, like, he says in the book, uh, the longer you get it, in three months you should be able to do 100 to 200 reps of everything, right? Which is insane. That means you can do 100, 100 push ups in three months, you know, of continuously up in the really? reps. Yeah, because my <coughs> reps are going up now. I'm going up and I'm trying to do 80 squats non stop. So reps are just going must up. It's been serious shape. Strength wise, and. Yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. definitely seen something, but nice. I, I'm definitely feeling it and I'm, I'm feeling that. The first, for the first time ever with weightlifting, I'm feeling something that's actually working, as opposed to feeling bad from it. Yeah, and not getting injured. That's always something. No recovery with it either. Yeah. That's why he was a real pro, proponent of this, um, this study, which was cool. You could always do it, and so uh, oh, one thing I noticed, and I love this, I did heavy weights Friday night. I went to the sea. Oh, I yeah. talked to Danny. Danny wants me to kind of go in and out heavy weights with it. So Danny's delighted I'm doing it because Danny said a lot of people, this is Danny's take, which is very interesting. He said a lot of people nowadays, this could be a bit of a bollocks alert if you want to. Bollocks alert, bollocks alert, bollocks alert. Kind of a positive bollocks alert. A lot of people when they go to the gym, they, they hit the compound exercises. So you do your bench press, you do your bench pull, you do your squat, you do your deadlift. But what they're not doing before they do those exercises is all the stabilizer muscles that I just explained. The crucifix gets stabilizer muscles in the shoulder. The bicep curls do stabilizer muscles in your wrists, in your forearms, and your like. The, people go on about curls for girls. That's like a funny saying. People, people made up. Curls are legit. Like ask anyone who can grapple or clinch. Should you do curls? Yeah. Curl, curl. Anyone who throws a good left hook or right hook. Bet you he does curls. Curls are like a real power fo uh, form of building muscle, you know, mm -hmm. you really get that power into your arm. So the, the, there's the defining strength you get from pumping all the muscles is, uh, is, is interesting as opposed to the, the compound. So Danny was saying that you go to the gym nowadays, a lot of guys popping this and popping that. They're going straight into heavy lifting without it's like he said what it is really is a warm-up of the muscle but if you think about it you're actually doing the Eugene Sandal style warm-up so maybe I'll pull back on the amount of reps I'm doing instead of doing 160 curls I'm only doing 100 mm -hmm. or maybe 60 and instead of doing 30 chest lies I'm only doing 10 but then he said like do all that then hit the heavy weights and like do you know three sets of eight of something whatever mm -hmm. And how did that go then? So, so you did this, uh, so you did... So the, I went home and I actually 
didn't listen to Danny properly, I actually did the heavyweight first, and did because I was thinking you want to keep your strength, but he said no. He said I should. I, I was talking to him today. He was like, no, you should have done the light stuff first. Mm. So next time I'll go back. But anyway, but good result. And good, uh, yeah, yeah. I had a belter of a sesh. Did you? A uh, 65 kg bent bench in it, not a bother. Like it was, yeah, eight reps, and I literally could have le- could have le- lifted more. So I was like happy enough with that. And then I was just thinking like, there's no way I felt that strong the last mm-hmm. time I was doing it. Do you know, my f- shoulder would feel jacked or. Yeah. So I definitely felt like stable. Yeah. I felt that I was able to lock in my back, my neck, my shoulders, chest, and push. Yeah. And I just felt fucked up. You had the control. Yeah. And I could really feel the benefits from the Sando training to to transfer to the heavy training. So what's the bollocks alert? So the bollocks alert was that people who go to the gym today think it's all about compound training and they don't understand the minor muscle, stabilizer muscle groups and why you're doing them. They think it's all about like to make your muscles look better, that's why you do them. Or to make them look bigger. But what they really do is they <coughs> hold the body in place like a like a pillar would be held in place by some like rods going through the middle of it. They actually stabilize it mm. when you do the compound muscles. A lot of people don't notice, a lot of people do notice. But it's just yeah. one of these things that's lost in history. If you look at Sandow's yeah. work. Totally makes sense though. I mean, if you think about it and you break it down, <coughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, the smaller muscles, they have to be stable with the bigger muscles. And you have to be able to, you know, there's no harm definitely doing the heavy weights as well, I'd say. As oh well. yeah, that's what Danny said. Yeah. Danny's like, why not? Wants me to do heavy weights now. Like he's like, I'm telling you now, he goes, start doing heavy weights. So he's come up with an idea now where I'm going to do like, <laughs> kind of heavy weights as well as the light weights and just see how it goes like and be careful like don't be just jacking up weight like don't yeah. be thick you know be tidy with it take care your weights as well my weights nice. <laughs> thanks for that great that they're still getting used I know yeah. Unreal. Up the back. Re- I actually re- re- uh, redid the, the, the bench remade the bench fantastic on it. cut up it like a mat you know, like a, oh yeah yeah and just kind of stuck it on with some Duct tape. Duct tape is shite. <laughs> yeah, a bit of plywood. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, stop. Yeah, Brilliant. Repurpose. I love it. Yeah. New yeah. bench. Out the back. That, that material is, is wetter as well, you know? Yeah. You can take a bit of water, like. It will, of course. Spongy mat yeah. things. Maybe we'll do some, uh, we'll do a sando session, we'll do some weights and have a sauna. Ooh. When the sauna arrives. Nice. The heater. Nice. Nice. I'd yeah. love to. Yeah, I'd love to. So uh, that's what we got into. How we got into the sando was the idea of having a seminar. So that's the mm. the backbone of the seminar would be to teach people all this, so they can work out themselves. They realize why they're working out, the benefits of working out, and actually why it's important. Mm. And it's, you know, people can people just don't know. You can actually feel healthier, be healthier yeah. from actually getting that blood flowing around your muscles. Yeah. And it's quite, it's, it's not that difficult to do once you commit a couple of days, get started. Yeah. You can do it at home, you don't have to go to the gym, it doesn't cost yes. anything yeah. except for a couple of light weights. Yeah, exactly. So it's well worth doing. And, it and gives the way things go with Dundee and all everything. these things now, it's very easy to get your hand on weights. Oh, and yeah. Look at us with the club there, we were like. To see all the amount of bags that are People available. just giving you stuff if yeah. they, they don't want it, they just give you so, stuff yeah. as well. Like. It takes up space. 
Yeah, takes off yeah. space, gets in the way. Gets Old lad's giving out to you. Yeah. And get, get that out of here. Get rid of the bag. And ten you don't get rid of that. I told you you wouldn't use that bag. It's there two years. Two looking years. at it. I'm gonna use it, I swear. Feel like an idiot, didn't never use the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> throw the bag up in front of the road to the back. Bang in the way. See I'm fucking using it. <laughs> Excuse yeah. my French. I had to curse there to make it funny. Totally. Uh, yeah man, but listen, we're clicking on 20 minutes there. Have we anything else to add to that now? What else? Power of good, always. Oh, power, power of good. good is important. Bit of a jolly springer there. Yeah, uh, I've been doing a lot of power <laughs> of good lately. And a uh, bit of like affirmations, a lot of Joseph Murphy doing a couple of his prayers. Nice. And a couple of Psalms every day for the last nice. while. There's a few Psalms, I can't remember them now, but I think 23, uh, 91, 1. But there's a couple of very powerful Psalms. Nice one. And uh, Joseph Murphy goes through his stuff. That's a lovely little touch. And um, very powerful. Do you know the way I, sometimes when uh, today is like you've got a direction of the day and you want to recenter yourself? Mm. It's a great recenter. I'll throw one focus. out there for, so, for um, Tom, one of I our followers. God with good. This is the thing. Oh, nice. Like, uh, like you know that one where the, the Lord is my shepherd, I yeah, shall yeah. want. So I replay every time it says good, the Lord so is good or goodness. So it's all power of good. Nice. You know? So Epic. because that's what Well really got me lately was the Greg Bryden one. Oh yes, he's the, all I just throw that one well. out there for our yes. follower Tom who loves our show. He he commented last time hey, on Tom. our on our uh, he said there's more of them or something. Excellent. Like so uh, he's gonna love this. Tom check out Divine Matrix Greg Bryden. Greg Braden, I think. This dude, he's a, like a, a native Indian American guy, really knowledgeable philosopher slash scientist, and he is gonna blow your bohonies <laughs> clean <laughs> off. It's just because it's so amazing. He he goes to the hills of Tibet, the, <laughs> the valleys of Peru, and of course Egypt. He just goes into all, he sounds so cool, and he goes into all these knowledgeable stories about prayer and the power of prayer and yes. how it got lost in the Catholic Church. They mm. hid, they've hidden it. Yeah. They've basically said that if you sit down, put your hands together, and say three half-fathers, two Hail Marys, and you know, this and that, maybe you know, it works for some people, that you'll get your wish. But what he's saying is if you go to the Mountains of Tibet. <laughs> Valleys of Peru. And it's, he's so cool to listen to anyway. Anyway, you go, if you do all that, you do your research, all these different monasteries have actually recorded what the Vatican destroyed. Right. So there's like a contradiction of evidence going on. Mm-hmm. So what you find out is the, what they're teaching in Buddhism and what they're teaching in Hinduism and what they're teaching in most other religions is that you're to pray through your heart, through your feeling. Mm-hmm. So your heart chakra, if you have to touch where your heart is, you can, some people can feel it, some people can't, but the feeling is the prayer. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm praying for shoes to have a good session tonight in Thai boxing. In the prayer for shoes to have a good session tonight, I'm visualizing shoes, full on, fade out, cracking the pads, successful class, Strong, all to the end, really good soccer class. The end of the class, shoes walks up to me, Duggan, I had the best class in my life tonight. 
And I'm like, shoes? I know I did. I had a prayer beforehand. They were. Duggan, how did you pray? I visualised the whole thing through the feeling, through my heart, in the prayer. Now, I know that sounds like kind of out there, crude. but that's actually yeah. what it is. That's, it's that's basically it. like that in a nutshell. Yeah. So you do that like for your children, going to school, you mm. know, have a good day, stay safe. Visualising my kids going to school, having a great day, can't wait to see them when I go You're home. You're affirming good things yeah. through your heart, through and through a the 3D goodness. vision. Yeah. You know, a the 3D visualisation, almost like a, a real life programme going on right in front of your eyes in your daydream. Um, as a boy there. So, um, yeah, amazing conversation to be had. I was blown away by him. Greg Braden, check him out, guys. All our followers are going to love it. Oh, really interesting yeah. stuff. What the Vatican were hiding. Yeah, everything. Oh, everything. All the gold. All the gold. <laughs> all the secrets. All hey, the man. Hi. What's happening? Oh, Good yeah, to see man. you. Say hi there. Oh, you're live on, on the, the podcast. podcast. Oh, well, lads. How are you doing? That's Mike there, one of our, uh, our students in the club. <laughs> So we'll uh, pack it up, will we'll we? Pack it up there, I'd say. Yeah, ready to good go. Sesh, 25 minutes, not bad. Ready to go. Nice, it was a nice quick podcast. Have a good well sesh. Over you. Have a good night, lads. Yeah. Look after each other. Peace and love. See you later. Woo woo. <laughs> nice, that was totally together. Oh, don't touch it. <laughs> don't touch it, Duggan. You nailed it. Uh, so oh, see you yeah. later, Mike. Still there. See you later. Yeah. Later. It never ends, really. Yeah. See you later. Take the parameters. We do whatever we want. <laughs> Sorry, we'll take the parameters, lads.